Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. I'm Bar Winkler. David Shepard is here. Marco Belletti on the updates. We're talking about the Super Bowl as the Chiefs get the win, 25-22. It is their third Super Bowl win in the last five seasons. They are not a dynasty, but as Patrick Mahomes would say, the start of one. On Thursday night... We got out the Bartometer. This is my machine that helps us decide lists and rankings and whatever we need it to. Uh, it's a great machine. I built it myself. It's uh, highly effective. What we asked it on Thursday was, who is most likely to cost their team a Super Bowl? Who is most likely? Uh, and I want to run through that list here real quick to see what happened in the Super Bowl and what the Bartometer thought could happen. Uh, number nine was Aliens. There was a prop bet that aliens could take over, but then the game had to end in a tie. So the Bartometer just threw that in there because the Bartometer wants people to know that there is life out there. The universe is too big for there not to be. Uh, number eight was any random scrub. And in that, the kickers were included. I thought the kickers had a good night. Now, you could say Jake Moody's kick got blocked. I don't necessarily, well, you got to blame it on Moody's the kicker, and he kicked it. It got blocked. But other than that, he had some long kicks, so, you know, it's, he, I don't know. I, I think that, I don't think he's a big scapegoat. He had a kick. He, he had, he had what we thought could have been the Super Bowl winning kick. And then Patrick Mahomes came down the field and, and scored. Travis Kelsey was at seven. Kelsey was headed that way in the first half with one yard. And then he was as good as you want him to be. There was a stat from Next Gen Stats that long run he had down the sideline, the 22 yard, 25 yard, some some yard run uh, in overtime. Fastest he's run on a football field in seven years. Seven years he hit that speed. Christian McCaffrey, number six. Uh, McCaffrey had a good game. I thought the Chiefs did a pretty good job of keeping him in check. Like, and that's insane to say because McCaffrey's stats were 22 carries for 80 yards and eight receptions for 80 yards and a touchdown. But that's like, that's like the best you could do against McCaffrey. Yeah. It's 160 yards and a touchdown, but really against McCaffrey, 
it's only 160 yards and one touchdown. If you're a fantasy player and that's a stat line, you're like, ah, God, I wanted a little more. And that's a tremendous night. So he didn't he didn't do anything to blow the game. Uh, Andy Reid, no, nothing from Reid. Brock Purdy at number four. We'll talk more about Brock Purdy. I don't think Brock Purdy really played any different than in these other games. Brock Purdy, and I don't think I don't think my my thoughts on him need to change. Brock Purdy is a good quarterback who is in a good offense that can ex, you know not exploit, but he scratches the offense's back and they scratch his. The attributes that he gives you are what's needed in that offense, and the attributes of those other players help Brock Purdy have great stats. They help each other. Now, to Brock's credit last night, I mean, he wasn't just throwing balls to Debo Samuel and George Kittle. Kittle. Oof. Kittle, we might be at the end of the uh we might be at the end of the road here for George Kittle. But getting Kyle Juszczyk involved again, getting Chris Conley involved again, getting Jawan Jennings involved again. I, I thought Brock Purdy, he ran the ball a few times. I thought there was the one play where he jumped around, you know, a little bit and then found his receiver. I think it was Juszczyk again. It always seems to be the safety valve for him, so yeah, he had a good night. Brock Purdy, I will say this again, he is a good quarterback. He is a good quarterback, but he is not elite. And I'm not putting him at great yet. Patrick Mahomes is great. Brock Purdy is not, and that's fine. I still think for him to be in the MVP conversation this year was way overblown. Way overblown. I am going to hammer and double and triple down on my Draymond Green comparison where if Draymond Green got drafted to any other team, like he might come out of college thinking he needs to score 20 a night. But no, no, no. You're on the Warriors. We'll shoot. You rebound. You assist. You enforce. You do the things that you're the best at. And while the other guys do the other stuff, Brock Purdy, we don't need you to be the Superman. Just get us the ball. And when we do need you, do that. That's like he is. I just think this playoff run this playoff run made me think a little less of where he should be ranked, even though they were winning. And now that part got taken away from him. Brock Purdy. Hey, Bay area. Brock Purdy is a good quarterback, but let me tell you this. Let me ask you this question. Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. The same way that CJ Stroud and and Jordan love. Okay. Those guys are good quarterbacks. The Packers are going to have to pay Jordan love pretty soon. 50 million. Packer fans are ready for that. If the Texans need to pay Stroud the 40, 50 million, Texans fan would say, oh yeah. If you find out that Brock Purdy's getting an extension right now and he's making 45, 50 million dollars a year, is he suddenly as good as you thought he was two days ago? I don't think so. I think that has an effect on it. The same way the Bay Area, the same way Niners fans want to look at everybody else and say, well, you just don't like him because he's Mr. Irrelevant. Maybe you just like him because he's cheap. Maybe that's got something to do with it. All right? So just think about it. I'm I'm not trying to yell. I apologize. I'm not trying to be confrontational. I'm just trying to have a thought experiment. Uh, Most likely to cost a team a Super Bowl. Number three, we had the refs. Oh, my God. Can you do that every game? Can you just call the plays that you need to call? Every play that was called, that was a penalty. You're like, oh, well, yep. Oh, okay, yep. 
There was no, oh, man, why did you call this? What happened to the game I love? Refs were great. Any Chiefs receiver was number two. No, Chiefs receivers. You want to talk about throwing to no-name guys. Marquez Valdez-Scantling catches a touchdown. He's a two-time champ. McCole Hardman, who started the season telling Aaron Rodgers, I watched you growing up on an episode of Hard Knocks, finishes with three catches, 57 yards, and the game-winning touchdown. Unbelievable year for McCole Hardman. And number one, the person most likely to cost their team the Super Bowl, uh, we said Kyle Shanahan, at least the Bartometer did. And I, I think if you have to pinpoint one guy, you do pinpoint him. Even though he went for it on fourth down and got it, I think the timeout situation in the first half, he could have called some timeouts. But what's being discussed a lot is the overtime. Is the overtime where here's what happens in overtime in the playoffs. Each team can try to score a touchdown. Each team gets the ball to try to score a touchdown unless there's a defensive score or what have you. So the Niners are trying to think, well, we want the ball first because we want to score. And then we want to see what the Chiefs do. And if they score, then it's sudden death. And then we have the advantage. So they were thinking two, three three possessions ahead. And they had their defense that was just on the field and they wanted to give them a, a rest. I thought they were, I think that's very sound logic. The, the, those decisions are very rational and sound decisions for why the 49ers should have had the ball first. But if you're second, if you get the ball second, which the Chiefs said they would have done, and that's another part of the story. A lot of Niners players confused about the overtime rules. The Chiefs have been practicing this for for this since training camp. They all knew the drill. They were thrilled. Remember my theory? Do what the other team doesn't want you to do? Well, the Chiefs wanted the Niners to take the ball first because then they have the opportunity to try to score and then win the game. Apparently, they were going to go for two. They scored the touchdown, and uh, the Niners scored a touchdown first. I think the big thing for me that makes defending first make the most sense is that you can utilize the fourth down. You know you have four downs to work with. If the other team scores, field goal or touchdown, what have you, you know you need to score, and you're not going to punt, so you've got the fourth down. And the Chiefs had a fourth down. They had to go for it. They knew they had to go for it. Had they had the ball first and had a fourth down, it's much more of a decision. So that's where I lean to getting the ball second is the preferred option. But the thing is, we have so little of a sample size on this, and you just kind of had to go with what you thought you had to go with. Now, here's another wrinkle, and follow me on this. I'll try to explain this as best as I can. The 49ers kicked a field goal. If they got maybe a little bit closer, or even where they were, you could almost argue that they'd be better off. Like if you're if it's fourth and if it's fourth and two at the two yard line, you kick a field goal there, right? Right? But in these overtime rules, do you just go for it? Because then if you make it, you score a touchdown. And now the other team has to score a touchdown. But if you miss, the other team has the ball. Sure. Sure. 
it's sudden death and you're giving the other team the ball without having the opportunity to score, but they're all the way backed up and fourth down's back in play. Fourth down's back in play. If the Chiefs are at the 20, they're not going to go for it because if they miss, you got the ball right in the red zone, you kick a field goal, it's over. So then you have to punt. So that's an interesting wrinkle that I was thinking of too. It might be too specific of a thing to occur, but this overtime, either way, this needs to be the overtime. This needs to be the overtime. It gets us a winner. It's fair. Okay, both teams can have the ball. None of this 10-minute stupid, uh, it's not safe. Yeah, overtime's got to be 10 minutes, but we're going to fly a team to Brazil to play a football game. Overtime's got to be 10 minutes, but you got to play on Thursday after playing on Sunday night. In the name of player safety, we're going to focus on overtime, but have no regard for how long it takes you to travel or uh, rest up in between games. So a lot to discuss out of this one. A lot of legacies being talked about in this one. A lot of things happening in this one, and we continue to talk to you. David is in Buffalo. What's up with you, David? What's up, Bart? How you doing tonight, man? Good to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for hanging. What's up? You got it, dude. Uh, yeah, just you know, looking at that game from last night, um, to me it just seemed like Kyle Shanahan got away from what the bread and butter and the identity was of the 49ers. They're a running team. You know, when they run the ball well, that opens up the passing game. And to me, how about George Kittle? You know, this is a really good tight end. I don't think he's as good as Kelsey, but he's definitely one of the top three or five tight ends in the league. And I felt like he didn't get the ball enough in that game. And I think if, you know, you spread the ball around a little more, um, to me, especially if you're running the ball, it gets these other guys involved. And I think that's where they lost that game. And then let's face it, man, you know, Mahomes didn't play his best. But how many times have we seen these great athletes, whether it's Tiger or Jordan or, you know, even LeBron, when these guys are down and you think they're out, until that clock strikes zero, never count a guy like that out. And that was the difference in the ball game. And uh, interested to hear your thoughts, man, because I think it's going to be a wild NFL offseason. Yeah, everybody's on the clock now. Everybody, David, thanks for the call. Everyone's tweeting out uh, zero and zero. You know, the draft is coming up. A lot of teams have uh, a handful of picks in those top 100. Uh, Bears got two in the top 10, and they are on the clock. And you got to think. I mean, this is this is like it shouldn't factor in, but maybe it does. If I'm any part of Chicago last night, if I'm any part of the Bears, and there's the chance that Caleb Williams can be a generational guy, I think last night sealed the deal for me. Even without the fact that this was the organization that passed on Mahomes, one of them, many, many did, but they need a quarterback, and they took one that that wasn't Patrick Mahomes. Um, because that was the difference last night. I mean, one of the differences, like Brock Purdy, is good. I've, I've said it. I'll say it again. And he played well enough to win a game against most other teams. He kind of played the same way. He, he he made he made plays when he needed to. Uh, he had some very good throws. I still think he missed a couple of throws. I thought the defense from Spagnola was incredible, uh, and you knew it would be. I thought, by the way, the broadcast, Tony Romo especially, did a really good job of explaining to the average viewer that they are going to pressure. This is their way. They are not going to go down without swinging. You know, Tony Romo might have been singing a little bit, or he talked all over the moment. He didn't let it breathe at the end. 
But again, Romo was a nut- he was fine. He was nothing nothing from a broadcast standpoint last night. Commercials, halftime show, Taylor, Romo, nothing made my night worse. Nothing took out the enjoyment for me. All of it was presented very well. The new CBS score bug I'm, I think is worse than the other one, the 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 score, the graphic. But, you know, after a while you just kind of accept it. So that's so that's fine. Quick question for you, Bart. Yeah. Chances that Romo gets pushed aside the way Phil Sims did, ultimately for Greg Olson. Well, uh, Romo's the one that kind of started this madness, right, by how much they're paying him. Right. I'm not sure what the contract situation is, but I think if you got a couple of drinks and Jim Nance, which you won't, by the way, I believe he's on 20 years of sobriety, uh, he would say, yeah, I, I would, I would take Greg Olson. Okay. Like the the Romo thing, Romo was great in the beginning because he was telling you everything that was going to happen. Sure. Because he was so fresh out of the league and the wonder was always, well, is this going to like what happens when he's 5 6 years out? I don't even think he's I really don't even think he's that like I don't he gets a lot more criticism than I think he deserves, but the problem is he's not as good as he used to be. You would make a point to watch games to that you would to listen to him and the whole Romo Damas thing. So yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think like eventually Greg Olson will find his way back into a number one booth. I think it's a shame how that's going down. I still think a three-man booth is the answer, but that's like the one answer they're not considering. So, yeah, I would say that uh, at some point Greg Olson, Shep's going to be in a number one booth again. Oh, absolutely. I mean, apparently you can have six or seven guys on a uh, pregame booth, but you can't have three in the uh, game booth. I don't understand that. Well, not only do you have six or seven guys on set now, but then you have like another two or three hanging out somewhere, right? And you like got- like Chris Sims and Jack Collinsworth and uh, Rodney Harrison are all hanging out. Then then you got like a Mike Florio <laughs> or Jay Glazer; he's way over there. Then right. sometimes they'll like phone in a guy from home, like all yeah. of a sudden he's on. And by the way, you got two sideline reporters. You so you can't have two game analysts, but you can have two sideline reporters. And and the ref guy Gene Steratore, yeah. and they had Jay Feely, the kicking expert. Right, great point. Right, and by yeah, the but way, you can't you can't have a three man booth. By the way, was like every other kicker unavailable? Like, do I really want Jay Feely as the kicking expert? Like, I know Jay Feely more for missing a big field goal than anything else with the Giants. I don't want that guy being the expert on field goal kicking. Yeah, well, as of now, this is your guy. Yeah, I mean, was Morton Anderson unavailable? Like, is is Adam Vinatieri <laughs> doing anything? Like, we really need, you know. I mean, that's just that's just bottom of the barrel to me. No, no disrespect. And it's I, weird because they're the yeah. only network that has one. <laughs> right. Everyone has the ref guy, right? I mean, but I mean, only I, CBS right. has the kicking guy, and he's always on site with them. I mean, what's I mean, in all seriousness, what, like, what's the analysis? Like, you know what? He's got to keep that a little less wide, right? Like, I mean, what are we really gaining from a field goal kicking expert on a broadcast? I don't know, but again, uh, one it's great to see one more hardworking man in America getting Fair paid. Enough. So Fair enough. I'm not I'm not here to take jobs away from anybody, uh, is what I'm going to say. Uh, but it is ridiculous. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Much more from you. I've I've said a lot of what I wanted to say, so we'll keep talking to you guys. Eight five five two one two for CBS CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, this is something we talked about with 
you know, none of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked to those guys, and we just thought it'd be better. We wanted the ball third. Um, if both teams matched and scored, we wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win, and um, we got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold them to at least to a field goal, and if, if we did, then we thought it was in our hands after that. You're listening to The Bart Winkler Show, heard Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. That's Kyle Shanahan, and I, hey, as a self-proclaimed, I'm not going to say I'm a Kyle Shanahan hater. I'm a Kyle Shanahan wonderer. Like, I wonder, is he this good? What's with all the blown leads here? What's with not being able to to win the big game? A lot, a lot of other guys get a lot of credit for it, or get a lot of they get a lot of more of a free pass. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. Uh, edit this out. A lot of guys will get more benefit. Why do I keep screwing this up? A lot of guys will get hammered for one bad decision. My well, goodness, what you're doing is this is the one time of the show where you're trying to catch people paying attention to something that you intentionally do wrong every show. This is the I do. That, that's the bit. This Chef's right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Once a night, I do something wrong on purpose, and I just try to see if people are uh, are listening. You got some critical okay. people on Twitter, man. I you, I heard you say anticlimactic uh, perfectly. Oh God! Wait till I say. I guess I can't say ex, experiment. I say wrong. Is no, that, I no people experiment. Just, people are getting, I say one of the words no, wrong. People, here's what's going on, Bart. People are pissed. Guys, right now. I grew up in a hick town. It's a wonder <laughs> I can speak at all. People okay? are pissed right now because Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey continue to win, and other people continue to not win. And all they do is win, and it was, and they went to them before they went to everyone else last night. So I think people are particularly irritated on Monday. You 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 start you try to date someone in my hometown, okay? And before you go on your first date, you got to get a genealogy report, all right, just to make sure you're not second cousins. And even if you're like third cousins, you're like, well, I mean, this town's not that big. We do have to get married here. It's it the the grasp I have on the language is it's a miracle, okay? So I'm gonna get a few words incorrect. Hey, listen, you're no Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> hey, uh, I had him on the show. I had him on my show once. I I'm not sure he remembers it. I don't think he remembered it like five minutes after doing it even. Um, but I, he is a friend of show. I'm still holding out for you getting Steph. By the way, Steph Curry. Yes, sir. Uh, did you track me down Bernie Williams yet? <laughs> uh, he may or may not be coming on in, uh, late March or, okay. I gave Chef an assignment. I said, track down Bernie Williams for me. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how good he can do. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Dave is in Miami. Hi, Dave. Oh my God, Bart. Mr. Negative. Warrior among men. That game wasn't what I expected last night. Um, I still think Shanahan went to the same dumb coaching school as that moron in Detroit. But um, I think that. Well, he went for it on fourth down and got it. He did do that. Well, everyone gets lucky. But um, Mm -hmm. I think that I don't don't see him going back. I really don't see him going back. Uh, They might get lucky if they do, but no one's beating KC now. Uh, my other thing I want to talk about is that um, I think that Detroit maybe has a better chance of going back. 
this is me just being um <laughs> just trying to be funny I guess but um one more thing one more thing before I let you go. Just remember sleep is the cousin of death. Have a good night. Sleep is the cousin of death. Wow. Interesting. Um I am someone who's very pro nap. So I, I, I actually the the happiest I am is when I am asleep. I I, I guess I I don't I'm I'm not looking forward to death, but if it's anything like sleep, it can't be that bad. Hot take, Jake is in Milwaukee. What's up? Hey yo, my man. What? <clears throat> yeah. How about your I've, bucks uh, tonight? Big blowout. Yeah, so I I said something to Shep about like the Super Bowl, but really as a way to just like get on and talk about the Bucks. Um, <laughs> so I just I Bart, you have a responsibility now, and I'm so proud of you for your national gig. Um, but we got to start spreading the word about Giannis because it's getting ridiculous. The dude went 36, 18, 5, 3, 2 in 30 minutes tonight. Destroyed the Nuggets. Jokic had a good game, but the team was just obliterated. It was never in doubt. And Giannis is probably going to drop in most people's MVP rankings, including that mouth breather you just brought up, Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> um, I'm tired of the guy getting no respect. Like, I know really I shouldn't care because I don't know how much Giannis even cares, but he's the best player in the world, and people are just going to have to deal with that. There's nobody that affects both ends of the floor the way that Giannis Antetokounmpo does. And now they have a coach who's actually going to unleash him as a defensive weapon like he should be or like he should have been for a long time. And there, so, the Bucks are undefeated in the Pat Beverly era. This is true. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they look good without Chris Middleton, but that goes without saying. But anyways, um, yeah, like people just need to wake up and realize the greatness that they get to watch. And the people that are, you know, smack-talking Giannis, those are the casuals that just pay attention to NBA Twitter, just watch highlights and don't actually watch basketball or know the game. As far as the Super Bowl is concerned, the game sucked for the most part. It was one of the most boring <laughs> Super Bowls I can remember. It was pretty bad. It was bad. It was bad. It was objectively bad until it got good. But it, it was it bad. Was saved by the ending. That's literally all it had was a decent ending. Even though watching it, I never felt that it was ever in doubt. Like, I never thought that Kansas City wasn't winning that game. And I'm just going to go to bat for you right now. I know you're trying to be diplomatic. And, you know, you're, you're again, you have this nice platform and you're trying to be nice. But you don't have to say that Brock Purdy is good because he's not. Like, you could put a list of quarterbacks out there to NFL GMs, I don't think Purdy's making the top 15 as far as who they would take to start a franchise with. And you brought up names like Jordan Love and C.J. Stroud. Like, dude, he's getting laughed off the off the table if you're if you're talking about guys like that with him. Like, he is the answer to that question. Like, what if you had everything you need on an NFL football team except a quarterback? And he's giving us the answer to that trivia question. So, um, other than no. that. I, 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 uh, I, mean, I he is good. I I'm trying I'm trying to go through a list. Right, I'm just trying to go through a list right now of if I was picking players in the backyard for a football game, and I'm I'm I just when I do this, I just look at the standings, and then I can see all the teams in front of me, and I go, all right, Bills, Josh Allen. I'd rather have Josh Allen. And then I got to the Dolphins, and right away, I I th- I think I take Brock over Tua. Oh, I, I I highly disagree. I think 
Um, you you got to take someone it who is a Brock Purdy hater like me just said that. Okay, Brett, I I think you're just overcorrecting right now because no, you know, I'm not. I mean the the way the way the way that he the way that he won some of those games. I can't like, but it's a lot of the leg stuff. It's a lot of the legs, and it's a lot of the keeping plays alive. There were a lot of missed throws. He was pretty inaccurate. Let's uh, his misses. Too. His misses are bad misses in in the whole playoffs. Yeah, the Chiefs dropped an interception. I told you there'd be one. Sure, and he was, you know. What was it? Uh, Darnell Savage's hands of steel away from not even making it out of the divisional round. So, um, yeah, you're giving him too much credit. You're trying to be the nice guy. Be nicer. No, no. For what you want to say about Shanahan, anytime he plays our beloved Green Bay Packers, he little brothers Matt Lafleur, who looks like he has permanent scared face. Yeah. All right, Jake. I'll keep that in mind, buddy. Thanks for keeping me straight. That's hot take, Jake, in Milwaukee. Um, where would I rank Brock Purdy? I know the Bartle meter ranked him seventh. I would, I would take in a game. If I had a game right now that I need a quarterback, Shep, are you ready for this? This is, this might be telling. This is, this is unplanned, but I wanted, I want to try to do this. Who, who am I personally ranking ahead of Brock Purdy? Now that I saw the complete playoff run, I am taking Dak Prescott over him. I'm taking Jalen Hurts over him. I am taking Love over him. That's three. Josh Allen is four. Mahomes is five. Herbert is six. Lamar is seven. Burrow's eight. Stroud is nine. And I I think he's right in the Trevor Lawrence, Tua. Matt Stafford, Jared Goff mix. That's where I think he is. I'm being as objective as possible. I think he's anywhere from nine to thirteen. Is that bad? Am right. I so, like? Is that bad? So I'm always going to be honest with you, Bart. I'm like screening calls the whole show, so I miss some of that. But <laughs> basically, the takeaway is Brock Purdy is now no longer seven. He's nine through thirteen. I'm going to hire you an intern. Man. Oh man, you would you would make my life. Anybody um, in the hey, anybody in the New York area want to? Uh, anybody in any area want to go on your own dime well, because, and work with Shep well, and of, get no see, college credit see, or pay? See, the thing is, there's a lot of in all seriousness, like there's a lot of people that call, and I I never want to shortchange them. I never want to shortchange you. So that's always my first responsibility. Um, but my understanding is you have brought. I don't know. I'm kind of cooking tonight. Just un- unplug the phone. Okay, fair enough. No, no, no. But no, no, in no. seriousness, you're like besides uh, anticlimactic, you're cooking every night. Uh, <laughs> but but you 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 have Brock. So here so here's my question for you. If if the Chiefs don't convert on fourth and one, and they elect to go with the hot running back of the postseason, Isaiah Pacheco, and they somehow go away from Patrick Mahomes, are we having a different conversation about Brock Purdy right now? If there's not a muff punt, are we? Having I'm a not, but everybody, about, I, I wouldn't right. be, but everybody else okay, would be. So everybody what, else would. What they always do is overinflate right. the guy. So I think, not, putting Brock Purdy from nine to thirteen is incredibly. Reasoned and rational, but some of some of the some of you people want to want to stop. If I got him lower than four, I'm a war criminal. So, he, but Bart, he didn't he didn't play them out of a Super Bowl. Like he deserves credit for that. Like he. Oh did, yeah, good job! He, wow, he you didn't did, lose the game. No, the last two drives. Give him the did, MVP. He did drive them down the field, and by the way, 
what the Chiefs had working for them that the 49ers didn't at the end of the game, which is the obvious statement of the century, is that they had four downs every single time. The, the 49ers didn't get that luxury. If anything, they got outcoached, not outplayed. And that doesn't fall on Brock Purdy. Like, Brock Purdy was a, a snap away from being arguably, well, they, uh, well, they would have given it to C-Mac. We both agree it would have been McCaffrey. The MVP? Yeah. yeah. I think it's Juwan Jennings. Okay. All right. But would you say if the 49ers won, Brock Purdy was the third most important 49er on that field yesterday? Um, no, no, I mean, first of all, that's too high. Okay, because, because Bart, there was a quarterback, and he almost had two, but he did have a turnover, and it wasn't Brock Purdy. So, you know, Patrick Mahomes was not lights out the entire game either. Niners that were more important in the Super Bowl than Brock Purdy yesterday. Are you ready? Yeah, I mean, it certainly wasn't George Kittle. No, he should retire. Okay. He, like, is he still, did he retire? He needs to retire immediately. And listen, um, D, D, and listen, Debo Debo was hurt. I mean, they had an ACL for one of their star defensive players. Like, the Niners got, they got a lot of bad hands last night. All right. Uh, Jawan Jennings had a better game. Christian McCaffrey had a better game. Um, offensive line, I don't know. Let's just pretend that they don't exist. Um, Fred Warner had a good game. Nick Bosa. Uh, Eric Armstead. I would put Jake Moody. I'd put the punter. Mitch Wisnowski had a better game than Brock Purdy. Come on, you're just, you're just. You're I'm just, a, you're, Shep, you're Honestly, just, I'm actually not. I'm. I think Mitch Wisnowski, who had three punts inside the twenty last night out of five, I am putting on record that Mitch Wisnowski. Okay. Had a more impactful game than Brock Purdy in the Super Bowl. I mean, Bart, besides Pat McAfee, when is the last time anyone brought up a punter on any show? Like, you're, you're, being, you're being over. If <laughs> anyone's upset with anything I've said about Purdy yeah. tonight, it's yeah. it's your own emotion and unclear ability to see. I could not be more rational about Brock Purdy. I, I am saying this. You might think it's a bit. I am saying this with no. all the confidence I've ever no, said no, in my no, life no, about no, anything. No, no, no. I, I would never insult you like that. I, the punter I thing was yeah. a joke at first. Okay. <laughs> but then when I remembered just how good he was, I have convinced myself that, yes, he was more impactful. No, listen, listen. You, 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 you have fun with segments. You don't do bits. Like, that's, that's not your style, like, honestly. But you are, Bart, when you're talking about— My whole career is a bit, though. I don't know about that. Bart, when, <clears throat> when, you're, talk, uh, when you're talking about a punter being more important than Brock Purdy, you, you know you're going too far. Come on. I, I think he had, on, well, he had a really good night. On, Bart. Bart. Even Tommy Townsend. That last night was a great punting night. On, it really was. We may have seen the best punting in a Super Bowl we have ever Bart, seen. You, you, look, Jeff Fiegels is a great punter. You know why no one ever talks about him? Because punting is so minuscule in the scheme of a game. I, and I, I, I understand special teams has a role. I, I, I get that. But you and I both know the most important position by five times over is a quarterback. And you can't put a punter and a quarterback in the same sentence when you're talking about their Super Bowl. Wisnowski had a good hold on that kick that got blocked. It wasn't his fault. Bart, if you quizzed anybody outside of Connor from California on who the 49ers punter was yesterday, you're going to come up nil. That's why I'm so elite, is that I take you to places that you wouldn't have thought of. This is going to be one of those segments again. God dang it. 
What kind? What do you mean? What do you mean? One of the segments? Ah, uh, where you know the people, the people tweet at the bosses and say this guy's a loser. No, no one's going to say that. But the, what they are going to say is that you're not giving Brock Purdy his proper respect because again, there's six different instances yesterday where that game could have gone either way, and he did well enough to put them into an overtime game with arguably the dynasty in the last 20 years in the NFL. Why, why and, don't I, Why don't you ever no talk about all the nice things they say about him? That he's, you, you always want me to go step a step above. Because because you say I'm trying to give a spotlight to guys that everybody else forgets about. The guys and won, we want to talk about Brock uh, Purdy some more. Oh my god. The guy the guys won four postseason games. Would have won five if he didn't hurt the elbow against the Eagles in last year's NFC title game. The guy is historically unprecedented compared to anybody coming out of the seventh round at the quarterback position. He doubles up every quarterback in the history of that round being drafted. And I don't hear you talk about anything when it comes to him being the ultimate underdog story and him being the the engine that really catapulted the 49ers to be what they are. Because I tell you this We've said it many times. They were not going this direction with Jimmy G or Trey Lance. They won. They went to a Super Bowl and lost with Jimmy G. They went to a Super Bowl and lost with Jimmy G. But I'm talking about Jimmy G after the fact, who threw away another opportunity to go to a Super Bowl when he threw that interception in the NFC title game. Brock so Purdy far, Brock Purdy's career is Jimmy G. No, come on, Bart. I mean, Jimmy G is a turnover. And so, so okay, happen. fine, yeah, fine, on. fine. No, fine, okay. fine. Fine. No, fine, fine. You got me. You got me. I, let's give this guy credit for losing a Super Bowl. Let's let's give him credit. He gets credit for He lost a Super Bowl. Let's give him credit. We let's give Steve, him credit. We gave Steve McNair credit when he when he went toe-to-toe with Kurt Warner. Fine. We gave, we gave him let's credit. do it for Brock Purdy. We, we gave, he, he, yep. he did not win this game, but basically he kind of did, right? Because he's Brock Purdy, great underdog story. You guys, I, I, I cannot say... I have, I swear to you, I cannot say nicer things about. We're done. We're done with Brock Purdy for the night. I don't want to hear his name ever again. <laughs> this is, and I don't hate Brock Purdy. I hate all of you for making me not being able to give my respect I deserve to a punter. That's all. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. really love what you're doing. I love the show, and I love everything you guys got going on, man. Get your opinion out there. Call us toll-free, 855-212-4CBS. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Here's Bart Winkler. Shep is here. Marco Belletti on the updates. I'm Brock Purdy. Oh, geez, I just can't get him off of my head. 855-212-4227. Greg is in Michigan. How you doing, buddy? Oh, my God, Bart. It's the warrior, Mr. Positive. Hey, that day from Miami has one thing right. The Lions are going to the Super Bowl. That's for boop, sure. Um, ah, a self-edit. Wow, well done, well done. Yeah, and please, everybody else. Although that's one of the words I think you can say, but still very appreciative. Thank you. Um, everybody out there, thank you for the well wishes uh, for me and uh, – uh, the good thoughts and positive vibes. I, I truly appreciate it. Um, I'm like you. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, wow. What can you say, Bart? I mean, he did it. The only one I think that's out there that can possibly play like him would be my man, Josh Elvis Allen. He has that same swagger, tries to do everything, can do everything. Um, sometimes a little bit he makes the wrong decision at the wrong time, but the athleticism, oh, my God, 
if you want to talk about athletics, boom. Um, has he solidified um, eh, GOAT status in the sense of if you were to take uh, Brady's first six, seven years and his first six, seven years, what do you think? Uh, I think a lot of people watched Brady and saw he had a lot of success, but saw of it more in a team kind of success. I mean, Brady, sure, the year that they had Moss and, you know, he made some – like Brady is a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong. He won seven Super Bowls. But Patrick Mahomes does it a different way, and I would argue a better way. Like if they were the same age and I could pick one, I would take Mahomes. I would too, unequivocally. Uh, better in the pocket, just obviously more athleticism. Um, could play pro baseball if he wanted. Um, it's just uh, – Oh, Brady too, though. Brady too. Um, and, hey, real quick, uh, everybody go for your dreams. And what I loved is that you put out today that the Super Bowl broke records in so many different uh, dynamics. You put it on Facebook. I was reading it. I shared it. And, uh, wow, uh, the Swift effect is unbelievable. And like I've told everybody, I don't know why, but I'm not a big fan of Taylor Swift. But I appreciate what she does for uh, – women empowerment and I just been caught up between her and uh, Travis and uh, I like I told um, somebody earlier today I I watched the uh, kissing uh, pulled it back on TV seven times I couldn't help it I don't know why but I just wanted to see if it was real and wait you know, so you saw them kiss and then you kept using your DVR to watch them kiss again yeah the hugging the kissing the way they looked at each other I mean, you're just seeing something that, uh, you know, I I don't know. I mean, she's everywhere. He's what you're everywhere seeing, now. what you're seeing, Greg, is love. That's love. I hope you're, so. you're watching love. Oh my God, Bart! Oh, you're playing Cupid, and I love it. Hey, love everybody. Please keep uh, sending the positive vibes. Go for your dreams. You only live once. There's no such thing as an encore. And Mister Negative. The positive light will always beat the negative light. Bart, Shep, love you both. Everybody, thank you. Greg, thank you. It's Greg in Michigan, 855-212-4227. I'll get to more of you guys uh, just in a couple of minutes here. Yeah, 120 million people watched on average. 200 million people at one point watched the game. What were you doing if you were like, some of the millions in this country that weren't like there were other t- there's were you watching Jeopardy? Were you watching House Hunters? What the hell were you doing? More on the Super Bowl coming up, CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.